Twin Cities Orthopedics is proud to be the official sports medicine provider for Tommy Athletics. TCO is trusted by some of the biggest names in sports, and they bring that same level of care to our athletes. Thank you, TCO, for being a part of our team. Visit TCOMN.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to Tommy Talks, the weekly podcast bringing you inside St. Thomas Athletics. We'll get to know those who wear the purple and gray. I'm Corbu Status, and this week our guest is senior middle blocker Ellie Dahman from volleyball. We talk about her late entrance to the club volleyball scene, playing with pressure, the bright future of Tommy Volleyball, her love of reading, and much more. Now, here's our conversation with Ellie Dahman on another edition of Tommy Talks. Ellie, welcome into the podcast. We like to start with everybody with this question. Why did you choose St. Thomas? First of all, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, my route to St. Thomas was a little non-traditional in terms of like athletics. I was kind of late to the recruiting game for volleyball. Um, played clubs starting my 15s year, and there was some interest around playing collegiate volleyball, and I'd been on a few tours some mid-majors, like D2, wasn't exactly sure if it's what I wanted to do. And so when none of them really panned out, <laughs> I had to kind of brace for what do I want my college career to look like if volleyball is no object. Mm -hmm. And so started looking around here, and I had been on St. Thomas's campus for a few games growing up, but just really always loved it here. And I think by the end of my touring stage. I think I knew the place better than some of the kids that would give the tours, but <laughs> yeah, I just, I loved it. Um, it was more of a talking to Tang, like, hey, I'm coming. I want to come to school here for the great um, business program. Just, I love the location and I want to try to make volleyball work. So, yeah. and thankfully it, it did and it has so far. Why were you not sure that it's something that you even wanted to do? volleyball um, yeah I think it's just the huge commitment and I've always mm -hmm. been super focused on like my studies and I really want to have a successful career and so I just wasn't sure if it was something that I wanted to do with my time but sure. thankfully like COVID <laughs> kind of gave me some clarity in that because my last club season got cut pretty short yeah. when things shut down and I don't think I would have wanted to had I played the rest of that year it was kind of like okay maybe I can't really live without this yeah once it shut down interesting so COVID happening might have been a good thing yeah for your volleyball career yeah you might be the first person to say <laughs> something like that but that is interesting because it's not like you weren't like you stumbled into volleyball right you were playing varsity your eighth grade year so how long was it before you realized okay, maybe I can do something with volleyball. This is more than just something that I like to do. I would say a couple years into club. So I started club like halfway through high school and realized that I did pretty well. And mm -hmm. things just kind of clicked there, you know, like yeah. with, with the girls, I, I loved going to practice. I never wanted it to end really. And I can't say the same about <laughs> other things I've done before. Um, and so when we had some success in that and like team success, things just started clicking and coming along and yeah I feel like your story is a little bit of a rarity because a lot of collegiate athletes are playing club volleyball at an early age why were you so late to the game yeah I 
It was hard to juggle with all the other things I was involved in. Which were what? So uh, basketball, mm-hmm. track and field. I wanted to play softball. I played soccer growing up. Okay. Um, I wasn't ready to just give it to volleyball, give my time yeah. to volleyball. And for the first couple of years of club, I definitely like struggled with that. It was going to basketball practice after school until five, mm-hmm. driving 40, 50 minutes to my club. And then practicing from seven to nine. Oof, that's a lot. Yeah, close to an hour home. And I mean, a lot of weekends, it was playing Friday night varsity basketball, then driving down to Omaha, Mm -hmm. Kansas City through the night so I could be ready for our 8 a.m. matches on Saturday. Oof. So it was just a a lot. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And your parents were probably like, why did you choose this? Yeah, literally. Why? So you were truly like the definition of, I just want to play a bunch of sports, not necessarily focusing on anything. Oh, totally. Like growing up, um, Waconia would put out this mo- or yearly, I think it was, like community education book. Mm-hmm. And my mom would give me the book with all the activities in it and give me a pen and just have me circle everything I was interested in. Yeah. Thankfully, they did their best to always make that work that was like your christmas catalog oh for sure yeah you're circling i want to try the pickleball the badminton uh what were the sports that you didn't like i would say soccer yeah my youth career was pretty short-lived but (laughs) at the time it was what all the cool kids back home were doing right Um, by the end of it my dad had to bribe me a couple bucks for every goal i scored which my performance improved but weird obviously not sustainable (laughs) But, yeah, that, um, softball. I played softball for a pretty long time yeah. um, until it conflicted with track and field as a pitcher. Yeah. I did pretty well at that for a while. I thought it was going to be, like, my thing. Sure. I had a my small claim to fame is that I threw a couple perfect games back oh, yeah? in middle school. Oh, nice. But it was a lot of pressure, yeah. like, being a pitcher. When it was awesome, it was awesome. But when things went wrong, it was so isolating. Mm-hmm. I just... I couldn't do that in terms of a team sport. It didn't sure. feel right. But I, I always loved track. I, sometimes I miss that, I would say. I always liked that idea of, like, competing against the time and yeah. no one else. Um, basketball worked for a while, but that was one of those things I found myself watching the clock at yeah. when I tried AAU. Plus, it was my sister Madeline's thing anyway. Right. So. Yeah, and she's older, right? Yes. Yeah, so you didn't want to necessarily just follow along and do whatever she did. No, I don't think I could have. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had a pretty good career, right? She went to St. Cloud State, is that right? Yes, that's right. So I, I think it's interesting, like the, you talked about how isolating pitching can be, but track and field's a pretty individualized sport. Yeah, it is definitely, but it's not a team sport. Right. I struggled with the fact of letting people down. Okay. In terms of pitching, because you have such a big team, but sometimes, especially when growing up, like, Mm -hmm. not as advanced, if you will, um, pitching was kind of the only thing that was a make or break for the game. Sure. So, that was, yeah. How do you deal with that now, playing volleyball in a team sport, in a pretty important position at middle blocker? I think it comes down to my teammates, and... We all know the importance of each person's position. And I just think the workload is balanced out a little better. Um, Sure. But, yeah, it just comes back to 
the girls and their support and I've always had that here so yeah so then how did you choose volleyball because you do miss track and field basketball you didn't want to follow in your sister's footsteps but you did play in high school what was it about volleyball that said okay this is Ellie Dahman's path yeah a lot of things I just enjoyed my time um I kind of had this like coming in 15's year I was definitely late to the game but mm -hmm. I made the top team right away in club and things just worked I started getting better and um it was fun yeah I, I enjoyed my time I enjoyed the the challenge of it the the point scoring the games of 25 like short memory type of yeah. <laughs> type of things um and the girls were incredible like it was like I finally found my crew and that mm -hmm. carried out through any team I was on interesting and and I would imagine you found yourself get a lot better very quickly once you started playing that much more because you already had to be naturally pretty good but then to like what was the biggest change you saw as you started playing club and getting all those extra reps probably just what my body could actually do because I was always mm -hmm. athletic mm -hmm. and I had pretty natural athletic talent but just the fact that I could go get huge blocks and score um when I was attacking just yeah that everything kind of worked sure <laughs> what, what's the best moment as a volleyball player is it uh, is it a big block is it a nice kill in the middle is it a ace what's your best moment as a volleyball player a big block for sure totally yeah. outweighs a kill yeah. I, I gotta say there's okay. something so powerful about it yeah what uh, what is it like take me through that moment um you're going up you see the other hitter. This is better if you're solo, too. Yeah. It's like, don't worry, guys. I got, <laughs> I, I got you. <laughs> um, you see where they're going exactly what they want to do, especially if they're hitting with some pace and mm -hmm. kind of put your hands up, maybe dive one a little bit. And when it hits and goes like five feet in front, there's just no better feeling. <laughs> yeah. What was it like for you as an eighth grader playing up and playing varsity volleyball with all of these high schools because there's such a difference between an eighth grader and a 12th grader. Yeah, it was super stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I had some some good leadership. Um, my family, friends, the Wolves, they all went to play pretty high-level Division One volleyball themselves, but just having good leadership, and they trusted my process, and they all seemed to understand that I was young, and it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't going to happen now, but eventually it was, and... So that went well with my actual team. Yeah. But, yeah, stressful. And we played some powerhouses in yeah. terms of, like, section scheduling and stuff. Well, this is a really good volleyball state. Like, there's a lot of great volleyball players in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you're going to run into them pretty early. Yeah. Um, did you – were you – how tall are you now? Six one. About six feet. Six foot? Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's just say six one. <laughs> let's just go with that. Love it. Yeah. Uh, were you that height in eighth grade, too? Just about. I was probably 5'10". Okay, so and pretty lanky. close. And lanky, yeah. Yeah, middle blocker at that point, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, is there a certain mentality that you need to have as a, mental, as a middle blocker? My big one is just kind of put your head down and work. Mm -hmm. It's not a super, um, it's kind of a thankless position in terms of, like, your stat lines or right. that kind of stuff. So just do your best to... Get up on the block and help your team out. Yeah, because the outside hitters, they get all the glory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
They probably act like that, too. They're probably the divas. I don't know if I can respond. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, all the outside hitters. Just kidding. Uh, You were a two-time conference champion in track and field? Yes. Your team was? Yes. Or was Ellie Dahman? My team was. Okay. Mm -hmm. What events? So I did all the jumps, long jump, triple jump, 100-meter hurdles, 200, 400. Yeah. Anything that had an opening. And you were like, I want to do it. (laughs) Yeah. But that's, I mean, why do you like running and jumping? That's usually the punishment of (laughs) of workouts. No, I've always loved sprinting Mm -hmm. and jumping. It's just being able to put your power into like one max effort. Something so freeing about it, I think. Yeah. Are you the fastest on your volleyball team? I think a couple of girls got me beat, unfortunately. <laughs> You've slowed down in your old age. <laughs> yes, <Ellie. laughs> yes. Uh, with the championships that you won in track and field, like, what? How old were you, and do you still revel in those memories, or is that just in the past? That's kind of in the past. I mean, we had a bunch of good talent on those teams. It was eighth grade year, so my first year on varsity track and then I believe sophomore year I don't think we were back-to-back for those but no that's that's kind of old news for me it's cool cool that I was able to experience it sure do you guys get rings or anything or just medals no we get these plaques so I've got a few of those are they up or no no um what's been your greatest collegiate academic or collegiate athletic accomplishment this is we didn't really accomplish anything in this moment, but I got to say playing over at the pavilion yeah. against the Gophers my first year of Division One. Um, just being down on that court in front of, I think it was something, 5,000 fans. Yeah, and it's loud in there. Loud in there. And yeah. We were a bunch of misfits, for lack of a better word, at that <laughs> time. We struggled. They, they were going up against, like, a powerhouse. Yeah consistent tournament team yeah we struggled but just like standing down on that floor and playing with those girls when you used to sit up on that third deck right in the path it's like everyone dreams well i won't speak for everyone but a lot of girls in minnesota growing up dream to play for that team yeah and some of the girls in my club made that a reality but the next best option is to be on the other side yeah and so just seeing that pan out was super cool. And I'm confident that this program will be um, competitive with theirs in the very near future. But sure. that first um, experience was super cool. That was a cool experience because it was, like you said, the first year of Division One, And you had come here thinking this is probably going to be a Division Three experience, right? Yeah. <laughs> and now all of a sudden here you are going against the Gophers. And, I mean, yeah, and that is really – an, an unbelievable arena mm-hmm. for volleyball. Yeah. They really pack it out. Yeah. Uh, is there anything co- uh, comparable in the Summit League? Like, where are the big volleyball hotbeds in the Summit League? Ooh. Um, I would say playing at USD mm-hmm. is always a good battle. They they have a good community of sports out there, mm-hmm. and so there's always a great turnout. I love their arena. So how has your team grown since your first year here where it's – D3, and then you go through COVID, and then it's D1, and now here you are your senior year. How has the team grown through that time? It's incredible. I don't have a better word for it. Just the talent level in the gym, and not to bash my my former teammates. I mean, they're some of my best friends, but we struggled. I mean, it was more like 
we had a lot of fun doing it, but it was kind of traveling, knowing the game was going to be over pretty quick, probably within the hour. Um, mm. And then going back to the hotel room, getting food and hanging out. Like, it was more just, it was really, like, it was pretty recreational. But now, I mean, it's insane. The the girls that have come in and grown, and we have some freshmen that are going to be All-Americans and even sophomores. But being able to just really compete, and although we haven't had the outcomes quite yet this year, yeah. we're taking teams to five. We're playing battles yeah. against some really good volleyball teams. Yeah, it's a different measure of success, right? Not necessarily wins, but, like, how much better are you getting each and every set, each and every match? Yes, exactly. How much better have you gotten each and every set, each and every match since your freshman year to now? A lot. <laughs> it was it was slow. I mean, I'm definitely smaller in terms of, like, size on, right. on the court for most Division One um, athletes. So it was slow, but just being able to kind of be a little more crafty with my game or my big advantage is like speed. So being able to hone in on that, you know, I might sure. not, I'm not going to be the biggest block. I'm not going to be able to hit over hands. Um, so I've gotten a lot better with that and it, it's working. I keep getting, I mean, to this day, like career highs and blocks and kills and yeah. yeah. That's awesome. All right, let's talk a little. Let's go off the volleyball court for a <laughs> okay. little while, okay? Okay. Uh, you like to go far, far away when you can. Yes. Right? Traveling. Uh, where are some of the places you have been? Been to a lot of cool ones. Um, I've been to Peru. Okay. That was actually on a Spanish trip. So I stayed with a host family um, and we saw the wonders. So went to Machu Picchu. And Fun. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I've been to. I played volleyball over in Austria, um, Germany, and Amsterdam with my club. Fun. And through that, I actually met one of my best friends. Her name is Julia, if she's listening to this. but She better, Julia. <laughs> I hope you better be listening. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but so that, that those trips were super cool. But um, we had kind of kept in communication. And I remember her saying that she wants to come to the U.S., and she wants to come to Minnesota, Carver County. And I said, are you sure? <laughs> it's not like the, the most glamorous part of the country. Yeah, but you got a nice lake there in Waconia. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, yeah, so we've kind of been doing this trade-off for the last couple of years. So she came to Minnesota first, and then I went to her hometown in Italy. And we nice. did, did the Italy road trip down to Rome and Naples and all that stuff. So that's up there, too, because that's a family yeah trip now but yeah i just recently went to um portugal okay on study abroad last january oh nice so you spent a whole like j term there yes so your spanish has to be pretty good it's decent <laughs> like decent in like you know what it takes to be a native speaker so you're not that great but you're just better than everybody else or like <laughs> decent in it's like donde style banyo uh the latter. I okay. can fend for myself, but yeah. <laughs> not not much fast conversational. Can you read in Spanish at all? A little better. Yeah. yeah. So if you were in Portugal and you needed something, you would be able to communicate well enough yes. to do it. Um, okay. So then answer this next question in Spanish if you can. Okay. And you can say whatever because I'm going to have no idea what <laughs> you're saying. Uh, but what was it about Portugal that was enjoyable? You want me to say that in Spanish? Yeah, I want your answer in Spanish. Mm, 
Lacomita. <laughs> the food. Uh, yeah. That's like the main, okay. main one. Um, yeah. That's it. <laughs> you stumped me. Words. You stumped me. Yeah. Uh, well, tell me about the food in Portugal. A um, lot of good seafood. Because yeah. you're right on the Atlantic there. Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of good seafood, some good pasta. Um, it's just healthy, clean. Felt good about it, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That makes a difference when it's fresh and it's, like, done well and it's easy to eat, yeah. fresh and clean. Yeah. Yeah. I remember midday on one of our um, excursions, I sat down for a cheeseburger and a glass of red wine. I'm I'm 21 by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. um and and then we hiked right after that. And you just like feel good. I mean, here that put me down for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um so the scenery, it, your favorite place to visit, was it Peru, was it Portugal, was it one of those other places? Got to be Portugal. Mm-hmm. But so by the end of my study abroad trip, my mom actually met me over there cuz she's quite the world traveler herself and yeah. had actually been there. Um, I think it was during her college experience, but we had a bucket list item and it's to go to the Azores. Okay. What are those? It's a chain of islands. It's it's called the Hawaii of the Atlantic. Okay. So it's about halfway between New York and Portugal, right in the middle of the Atlantic. And it's just insane. The landscape there and the hikes we did. Um, so that with my mom has got to be. Like, I don't think that'll ever be topped. Yeah. How come people have never heard of this place or I've never heard of this place? Um, I'm not, not really sure. It's pretty small. Yeah. It's hard to get to. Yeah. Uh, it's a little easier because it is a Portuguese chain of islands. So I was in there. The flight were, flights were easier to get. Oh, so you flew into the islands or did you have to take a boat to the islands? We flew in. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then do you puddle hop on another plane to another island? Or yeah. Do you, yeah. And it's gnarly, the the <laughs> <laughs> the flights out there. Yeah. I mean, you're just it's in the middle of nowhere. Right. Yeah. And it's just nothing but ocean. So you're like, if we're going down, it's Yeah. Yeah. Kinda spooky. Are you a good swimmer? Yeah, I'm okay. a good swimmer. Okay. So if it would have gone down, you probably would have been okay. <laughs> For a little bit at least. Yeah. What's left? Where's your next big travel? Well, I was actually supposed to head off to Israel this January. Oh yeah, that might be on hold for a while. Yeah, so that one's on hold unfortunately and prayers up to everything happening there, but I'll have to do that at some point in my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Was that going to be for your J-term then? No, it it was through uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Mm -hmm. I was going to go with a few of the leaders on that squad. Okay. After that, after college, so you're working in supply chain and management, right? Mm -hmm. That's your major. How did you choose that major? A couple different ways. Um, the inspiration came from my sister, mm-hmm. slightly. She's a manufacturing engineer. Oh, wow. And I would go visit her all the time in college, and I didn't really mind what she was doing, you know? Yeah. Like, the manufacturing just kind of clicked, but I didn't want... I couldn't pass a physics class. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah. chance. So I couldn't go into engineering. Right. And I knew I wanted kind of, like, the stability of a business career. Mm-hmm. And so finding supply chain and I took my first course of it here and it just worked. I do pretty well with it. And yeah. Yeah. It just all scratches whatever itch your brain has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you want to do with that? It's a really good question that I'm not sure I have a great <laughs> answer to. Um, 
I'd love to do some sort of like sourcing or demand planning right out the gates. Mm -hmm. I don't know long term. Yeah. I think it's just there's a lot of potential for good in it in terms of like I like to put it as online shopping on a huge scale. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of potential to like source ethically, sustainably and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can address a lot of different issues while still solving problems. Yeah. Nice. Uh what when you first came off to college and, and you didn't have to leave, a, like if you were going to leave something behind, it was no big deal. You could drive the 40 minutes to go get it, right? Mm -hmm. But when you were coming to college, what did you make sure you brought with you? Outside of your phone and computer, like what did Ellie Dahman have to have with her? Mm. I brought my books. I brought a stash of those. Okay. Yeah. What books? Um, all my Nicholas Sparks ones. Mm -hmm. uh, Colleen Hoover. I mean, anything romantic rom-com yeah. type yeah. of thing but yeah so do you still have those books or and are you still amassing more as you go oh yeah 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 amassing is a good word for it right because you can't why go to a bookstore if you're not going to leave with a book i agree right it's just dumb not everyone does but i agree i don't know who those people are who walk into a bookstore and like yeah i'm not going to get anything today those people are called not readers yeah yeah mm -hmm. Uh, so what, when you're going in for a book or what are you looking for? Is it just, are you looking for an author or are you just looking, do you like to just try random stuff? What do you do? I like to try random stuff, anything away from like the sci-fi realm. Okay. I'll read. That's, that's as long as the it only doesn't quality. have star on it. You're like, good. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Why do you hate Star Wars so much, Ellie? <laughs> well, I don't know if I can say I hate it. I've never actually seen it. <laughs> Any of them. <laughs> okay. Well... Uh, what other, uh, you like the romance, any other genres that you're into? This is a little unpopular opinion, but historical fiction. <laughs> That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We don't, I mean, I'm not going to edit that out. People are going to know that now. <laughs> uh, what is it about historical fiction that you like? Um, well, I've always been interested in like history and just mm -hmm. learning more about that. So I think when you can tie a little bit of that romance in there or follow the story of yeah. some people. So there's still romance, oh, always. but it's just happening in like 500 BC or yes. yeah, <laughs> in the Roman Empire or Victorian England, something like that. Exactly. Okay. Uh, do you reread books or once you've read them, they go on the shelf? Mm, they go on the shelf usually. Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten around to that. There's too many new ones I right. want to read to go back to the old ones right now. For sure. Do you keep the books or do you give them away? Keep them. So you're, if you have a house... There's got to be a library in that house, right? Yes. that's actually, So I have a Pinterest board. And one of the um, boards is my future house with a library. Yeah. So that's definitely has to be a room eventually. With the sliding ladder so that you can go up and get the books on the top shelf? I hope so. I want it to be glamorous. <laughs> if you ever do get that library, please let me know. And please let me come see it because that's my what I want to is the library. Why, why, why would you ever get rid of books? Have all of the books right there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find yourself reading it more during the summer when things are slower, or is De there a, a time period when you like to read? Definitely summer. Yeah. Um, over, like, cabin trips, I can usually mm -hmm. hammer out a few. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's my big, big time. I feel like a paperback in the back pocket on the lake shore. You can't beat it. Yeah, just makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. You have a little fire, and it's just wonderful, and it's nice. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about your favorite books. Um, are you? Do you stream anything, or do you like uh, binging any TV shows? I started watching Suits recently. Mm -hmm. 
Um, got a hold of that one, but haven't gotten through it. I'm not like a huge show watcher. If yeah. something's good and I mean someone recommends it to me, I will. But yeah, yeah. Okay, so on the if on the bus trips, are you reading or are you watching something? Watching something on the bus trips. That's yeah. my time to watch something. Okay, mm -hmm. and so that would be like a Suits or a something else. Suits or like I've seen Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. um, that boy, that feels that seems to fit in with the romance <laughs> novels. Yes, yes, some Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Uh, like, are you a big um, reality TV person, too? No. Okay, not, good. Not necessarily. <laughs> I dabble in, like, the the dating shows, like Love is Blind or mm -hmm. Love Island. Those those are always a fun watch. But I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard they're great by people who like them. Um, what's your favorite place on campus? The View. Mm -hmm. Ortiz. I love the dining halls. <laughs> That makes sense. What's the best food over there? Um, probably Superfoods at the View. Okay. It's my favorite. And now you guys have the um, refueling station, too. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. They got that for you now that you're almost done with school. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite professor? I have a couple. I have a theology professor, Professor Spencer that I really enjoy her classes. And then in supply chain, it's gotta be Dr. Raffield. Favorite overall food, since you love the food so much? I love good pizza. Mm -hmm. What's yeah. on there? Classic, like usually a margarita. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pineapple? No. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't know mine pineapple, but do you look at somebody cross-eyed if they do have pineapple? You're looking at me cross-eyed right now. <laughs> it's you a know, little like, questionable, but yeah. to each their own. <laughs> right, favorite movie? A couple, um, early two thousands stuff. So the Devil Wears Prada, mm -hmm. Legally Blonde, mm -hmm. um, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Mm -hmm. I love the Titanic. Mm -hmm. Those are like my big few. Uh, and rewatch constantly. Oh, always. All right. What's the last one you watch? <laughs> um, I just rewatched The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite album or band? Because you do like to go to the concerts. Yes. I love country, kind of mm -hmm. like folk country. Um, Tyler Childers, Zach Bryan. Yeah. Those were, those are my favorite concerts I've been to. But music lately, like 49 Winchester, um, Levi Turner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is it about going to the concerts that you love? Do you like the big ones, where the like in the arenas, or do you like the little more intimate ones? No, the intimate ones. Yeah, yeah. the general admission. Um, yeah. Smaller venues. Yeah. Get down in there. Yeah. You're not going to find one of those for Zach Bryan, though. No, not anymore. No. Not anymore. Were you in on him early? I like to say so, but yeah. <laughs> that that never goes over well. <laughs> I swear. I mean, but yeah, yeah, it was. How would you even prove that? I guess. I could go down in my Spotify likes, mm. and he is deep in there okay. with some of his early albums, yeah. Diane and Elizabeth. Yeah. All right. Well, way to be out on the forefront of that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, as you wrap up your career here, maybe, maybe not, um, what do you want your legacy to be when you're all finished at St. Thomas and you look back? Well, I have this high school basketball coach, and he's like one of my biggest motivators to this day. And he recently posted a quote on Twitter that was, someday you'll just be a memory for people. Try your best to make it a good one. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, that kind of sums it up. So just if I can offer a little bit of light in someone's day, a little bit of light to my team, support, and just to help people out, I feel like that's 
that's kind of my role. Always has been. Yeah, that's a great, great way to look at it. Ellie, great meeting you. Thank you so much for your time and best of luck. Thank you.